be afraid. I'm Torsten Kipton, your host on the Be Afraid podcast, welcoming you and saying, hey, it's not all about horror and it's not all about writing, but today I'm going to talk a little bit about what I'm uh, doing compulsively. Compulsive writing is not usually my game because there are things that need to be written and I'm already behind on some of those, at least on where I'd like to be on them. So I'm just going to take a quick break to keep you guys entertained, keep you guys informed on what I'm working on and let you guys know about the compulsive writing that I'm up to today. Rarely will I write on Strictly Impulse. I've got lots of things planned, I've got lots of projects in the works, and I have lots of goals for my writing. Definitely have somewhat of a schedule so I can produce content for you guys, something to feed you on the narrative channel, which I'm still working on starting up. As a matter of fact, I may be recording the first episode in a little bit more of a professional capacity this evening. if Eric and I get together for that. What I meant to say is that right now I'm writing compulsively because the spur of the moment inspiration hit me and why not capture it rather than uh, watch an endless stream of internet videos, right? So the project I picked up is one that tickles the back of my brain from time to time that I've started years ago and I've just uh, touched on here and there. It's called Racecraft. It's actually a racing story. It's what you might call a cyberpunk futuristic racing story loosely based on the movie Redline. I should say the animated film Redline. It's actually Japanese anime. Very interesting. I highly recommend that you watch Redline. In any case, what I'm writing today is is all about that. It's futuristic racing. It's uh, very cocky, off the handlebar, you know, off the, yeah, over the handlebars, crazy, kind of impulsive and and uh, risk-taking personality as a protagonist. He's kind of gotten himself into a insane insurance and sponsor scheme. He's started some very underhanded tactics and introduced a lot of unorthodox approaches to racing. I've recently learned of something that very closely mirrors this in real life, which was a short, short era in history where uh, a certain classification of racing vehicles called the Killer Bees, or the, the B class, was opened up to very little regulation. The result of that was that cars went from anywhere from 150 to 200 horsepower in these rally races to cars of 600 or more horsepower in the span of five years. The regulations got looser and looser and these dangerously fast vehicles and these extremely hazardous roads with people running onto the racetrack constantly right in front of the vehicle moving at easily 100 plus miles an hour were causing, well, deaths and manglings and all kinds of things. Uh, You know, emotional trauma, people needed therapy after racing, things like this. It was a wild era, a wild flash in the pan. And that sort of deregulated, 
extremely fast, screaming speed, dangerous, too light, uh, flimsy vehicles kind of thing is just what I'm writing. Uh, the world of possibility, every, everything about this is a, tin, uh, a tint of ridiculous. A tint or a shade or whatever you'd like to call it. So yeah, that's what I'm writing right now. Um, I suppose I could comment in the next segment on on why I do and when I don't write compulsively, etc. But yeah, uh, racecraft. It's gonna be fun. Since I'm talking about answering the call to the compulsion to write, or an inspiration, if you'll put it so so positively. I'll start by talking about the things that I say yes to, and I will often run with, if you will. Which is, uh, firstly, I'll say rhymes. I don't know if you're aware, but I've been known to spin a rhyme or a line or a bar or whatever you want to put it. If it's freestyle rap or spoken word poetry or occasional, I don't know, musical something. Now, I'm, I'm not necessarily I'm not necessarily a musical guy, so it's more more poetry and rapping. Yeah, I'll jot those things down, throw them into my phone, throw them onto the computer, almost always on with my phone. These emergent ideas usually live in my phone and then die somewhere between there and the computer because random inspiration isn't as uh, golden as some people make it out to be. I'll be honest, low quality stuff for me. What else besides rhymes, chase scenes, combat scenes, especially when I'm hyped up on caffeine or just jazzed from hanging out with people, inspired for any this or that reason. A scene where a lot of action takes place is more likely than a scene with a lot of dialogue. But I will confess that some twists and some new sentiments, especially emotional impacting scenes or ones where characters uh, align with whole new goals, those sorts of, of things I will outline on my phone in dialogue only. That might just be, this character has a quip here, this character has a one-liner in response, that sort of a thing. But yeah, so rhymes, action scenes, chase scenes, combat, and you know, here or there, the occasional twist and one-liner will make it compulsively onto my phone, and then maybe onto my notes. As a matter of fact, that's exactly how I made the notes that are going to turn into my third book. I've kind of thrown those into Scrivener, which is my current writing software, and yeah, I kind of compiled them on these virtual 3x5 cards, which I can rearrange and I can add to, and lots of joy. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's a little insight into what I do write on Impulse. I don't think that impulsively writing is in any way going to negatively impact writing. In fact, when you have the impulse, and I would say 90% of the time that you should embrace it or you know encourage it or feed that, give in to the dark side, it's going to be uh, better than doing nothing or better than doing something unproductive, more like. However, I don't think that waiting for the impulse or listening for the muse, as some people refer to it, is the way to live life. If I only waited until I felt inspired to do any kind of work, 
I wouldn't do nearly as much of it as I could. And sometimes the inspiration comes by starting the action and then getting into the groove, especially if you set up your habits correctly. So do I like writing impulsively or on inspiration? Yeah, definitely. But here's how I tempered that. A lot of the things that I write from a sudden excitement about a new idea that pops into my head are not nearly as attractive to everyone else as they are to me. Either in my excitement, I, I don't quite deliver the, the full fidelity and detail onto the page that I sense in my own mind. The, the masterpiece in my mind is amateur hour on the page. Or the way I'm communicating it is very much tuned towards my preferences and what I'm doing to fill in the gaps between. And it's an, a strange and misshapen thing to other people just because of my particular viewpoint on it versus their viewpoint on it. Their perspective is totally different. They're not inside my head. They don't think the way I do. That sort of thing. So I, I approach a lot of the things I write by raw inspiration, by presenting them to other people being fully ready to listen to them say, I really don't like it, or I don't get it at all, or say, interesting, which is another way of saying, I really don't like it, but I don't want to say anything bad about it. I have nothing good to say about it specifically. That's what interesting means. If you ever hear someone say that your work is interesting and they have nothing else to say about it, let me decode it for you. So yeah, I always joke with my friends that if they ever say my, my stuff is interesting, I'll either know to uh, set it on fire or set myself on fire. So yeah, uh, guard against the impulse to wait for the impulse in order to take action. And when you do take root, when you do take uh, hold of that impulse and you let it pull you forward, don't forget that not everyone's being pulled forward with you by the same muse. That same ignis fatuus, that, that spirit of, of the uh, unknowable inspiration, it contacted only you. So uh, yeah, that's what I think about writing from inspiration and my little cautionary tale thereon. The clearest benefits I enjoy of following the inspiration are that I can write faster and more volume without feeling exhausted. When you have a goal in mind, there's always that extra energy, that extra sense of urgency and vigor. So I've written thousands of words in a run of an hour or two hours or however many under the the gaze, the spell of inspiration, if you will, and it's a lot of fun. I can tell you, it's thrilling, it's exciting. The stuff that comes out is often more unique. It can be very colorful, it can be very sharp, it can be just obscure or a different style than I'm used to. It's almost as if the inspiration possesses me, in a sense. It drives and guides me though I wouldn't want to uh, mis misguide you in saying, uh, in say, uh, yeah, it's some sort of spirit that actually takes over. 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe sometimes the Holy Spirit does. But that's only when I'm when I'm getting my best ideas. In any case, yeah, it's uh, definitely enjoyable the quantity and the speed that inspiration uh, injects into whatever I'm doing. Could be writing, could be drawing. To be honest, I don't do a ton of drawing. It could definitely be podcasting. I might talk too fast during times that I'm inspired, not just when I'm short of time. Uh, But you know, energy, enthusiasm, contagious and otherwise. And sometimes that's stirred up, that inspiration is something I can seek out and incite to existence, to spark it uh, by collaborating with others, something I love to do, which is why tomorrow I have in my agenda some time set aside to collaborate with one of my uh, artist comrades, his name is Levi. He's an illustrator, a, an aspiring animator, and uh, concept artist, so he and I are going to work on a little story that can be illustrated and turned into some sort of comic, and you know, the practice will be good for us. Plus, it'll just be an energizing uh, endeavor for me, anyway. And I get to see him on Monday anyway, because we already have an evening uh, little meeting thing going on. So yeah. That's what I'm doing to seek out and take hold of the advantages of, of being inspired whenever it does come. I'll share with you a little little glimpse into something that happened in, in the book that I'm currently editing, which will be my second published novel. It's called Lamentation. Uh, in Lamentation, I was inspired during a particular chapter by... I was inspired by memories of Skyrim, of all things, the Dragonborn, who have the Thune, that dragon's voice, and I won't spoil anything, but there is certain magic, I won't tell you for good or ill or who performs it, but definitely supernatural elements, and I was I was drawn to the, the fast-paced uh, change of direction as at least, almost as fast as someone could read it. I felt like. It was a thrill ride. I was excited by the new ideas coming to me almost line by line. The joy of discovery writing. So yeah, that's the tip that I had to share with you. Hope you enjoyed it, and I uh, hope you enjoyed more. Thanks for sticking around. Stay creative. Take captive that inspiration. But if it's not with you now, seek it out. Or, I don't know, call in. I'll encourage you. I'll give you the juice. Whenever I have it. Thanks for listening. Hope your day is creative, festive, and inspired.